0: Welcome everybody to another wealthy podcast. On this episode, we dive into one of my TikTok live events. I do these every Friday at 12 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. If you have the time and you're available, we'd love to see you at one of those live events where I can answer some of your questions too. Enjoy the episode. Today I want to talk about um how to get started in real estate. The big Thing here is, or the reason why I thought about coming into doing this interview or doing this live today is because I put up a video um, yesterday uh, having a little bit of a rant about housing affordability. And it's one of those things that's really grinded my gears for a long time where we hear people complaining about housing affordability, how real estate is too expensive it's hard for first home buyers to get in and the property market keeps on getting more and more out of reach and the no matter what the government has provided to help people it feels like the only thing that would make purchases satisfied is if the property market tanked and you know properties became a dollar again. And that just really bugged me because real estate is inherently expensive. And at what point is it cheap enough for someone to get into property? Like what's cheap, anyways? What do people expect to spend? Is a hundred thousand dollars cheap? Is five hundred thousand dollars cheap? Is a million dollars cheap? You know, and for me it's been about managing people's expectations. So this video, I wanted to talk about how to get started in real estate. And I really encourage all of you to put your questions to me. Um, And I want to tell you a little bit about a story about how I got started. So for me, I um, am not a very good saver. I'm a very good spender. I'm great at spending money. Uh, I think a lot of people are like me where saving isn't my strong suit. And getting into buy my first property was incredibly difficult because I was a young man, terrible at saving, and the first property is the hardest. Let me just start there. Buying your first property is the hardest one that you're going to buy. Once you've bought your first one, if you've bought well, then typically the growth from that asset makes it simple to go and buy your second, third, fourth, whatever it is, and that just keeps on scaling depending on your income. But for me, as a first... First buyer, what I did was I set myself a relatively low target. I managed my expectations down and I didn't expect to go and buy the biggest, the best, the nicest property. All I set for myself was getting into the market. And getting into the market, for me, I knew that was the hardest part. So all I wanted to do was get into something that was going to be cheap, something that was going to be affordable, something that was going to help me then scale into my next property. I didn't need it to be the best thing. I didn't need to have all the bells and whistles. It didn't have to look pretty or be in the nicest area. It just needed to be affordable and going to get the growth that I needed. So what I did was I used all the government grants that were available to me. There's free money on the table. So as a first home buyer, I, I looked at what the available government grants were. I could see that at that point in time, the government was giving $10,000 for that first property. They were paying for stamp duty. And the, the, the property that I bought was $297,000. It was a terrible little two-bedroom apartment, no balcony, it had an exclusive use car spot, and there were certain banks at that point in time that were allowing me to get in with a five percent deposit. So that means it was just say rounded up to three hundred thousand. That meant that I needed fifteen k to get in. Plus, I could use the government's ten thousand um, dollars as an additional buffer. So what I did is I saved up to ten k. I used the government's $10,000 to help me with the purchase. I then also used the government stamp duty concession, and I limped my way into that first property. It wasn't flash. It wasn't amazing, but it was affordable. It was also um, a good growth market. I bought the biggest thing that I could buy as close to the CBD as I could. I bought in a little suburb called Lakemba, and... Um, Lakemba, for a lot of you that don't know, it's about 30, oh, 20 to 30Ks out of Sydney CBD. About a 40, 50-minute um, commute uh, on the train. So, a 50-minute commute on the train. So, it was a pain in the ass getting in and out of work when I lived in the property. But as a first home buyer, it was all I needed. It was 297000 I stepped in with a very, very small deposit, used all the government grants, lived in that property for the required amount of time. And the interesting thing for me was then shortly after that, I went and traveled, I went away for about a year. And when I came back, I had, the property market had run and I had about $50,000 worth of equity in that investment that I could pull out to then use it to buy my second investment. So that shitty little investment in a suburb that no one liked, everybody told me not to buy a unit, everybody told me not to buy in Lakembar, All of these um, armchair experts were telling me what I shouldn't do, but I had to follow my gut because the important thing for me was to get into the property. Now, I suppose the big learning in all of this for you first home buyers is to get into the market as soon as you can. Use whatever um, advantages you have available to you. Use all the government grants. If mum and dad are happy to give you a loan, grade, If mum and dad are happy to allow you to to become guarantors on the loan, that's another excellent way. So I guess you don't know what you don't know. And some of the best ways for you to succeed is to, to go out, talk to experts, and find out what's available to you. You know, talking to a good mortgage broker will help you find out what the cheat sheets are. They'll help you find out what incentives might be available. Now, another way that first home buyers may be able to get into the market is to obviously reduce what, uh, their expectations out of what they want to buy. But look at this first property as a stepping stone. It's not your forever home. It's a stepping stone. The first property isn't your last property. Use this first property as a mechanism or a vehicle to keep on leveraging, to keep on going. Now, if it means that you cannot afford to buy it within Sydney or within Melbourne or in a suburb that is, um, you know, uh, that that you desire the most, perhaps look at it as an investment. There are lots of really good opportunities around Australia that are very affordable. If you can't afford where you live, then perhaps look for investments elsewhere. Rather than buying your first home, maybe buy an investment. And I've just got a question here. Reality has hit my wife. She wants a dream home. I just want my foot in the door with a first home. Thanks for contributing, Nathan. And look, this is absolutely right. your first property it carries a lot of emotional weight. A lot of you have been saving for a very long time, thinking about buying this first home. And it's more than just a home. Uh, it's more than just a property. It's your home. It's It represents security. It represents um, freedom. It represents you know so much more than just an investment. And especially for someone that may want to you know, grow their family. They're seeing it as a place to um, get away from the parents and to start nesting. There's a lot of emotional qualities put into this decision that you may not want to let go. But I'm here to tell you that in order for you to succeed, in order for you to get into the ladder and to just progress, you have to remove a lot of that emotional baggage. Treat it as just an investment. Treat it as just a stepping stone, as a vehicle towards your next investment. I've been investing for now more than a decade and I'm now at the point where I'm going to sell three of my investment properties to then take that cash and then go buy my 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 home. I'm not going to say dream home because the funny thing about your dream home is it changes. Uh, your dreams get bigger as as you start to achieve more and more. But I'm going to sell some of these properties, use them as a vehicle to then buy my home. And I think that the message in there is that I'm not a guru. I'm not a rocket scientist. Um, if I can do it, any of you can. So take this as a message to get going, get into the market. Now Right with rising interest rates, people are scared. There's a lot of really good opportunities out there. Don't wait for the the, the ideal property. The ideal doesn't exist. Go and get something that ticks most of your boxes, not all of them. We've got another comment here. Um, people who are dis, disenchanted with the property market currently should not be concerned. It's cyclical. Yes, that's exactly right. The property market is cyclical. You're buying something that you're going to hold for the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years. It is an investment vehicle. Don't, don't get caught up in what it's going to do today, tomorrow, the next day. It doesn't matter what it's going to do over the next six months. I mean, it does if you want to be able to pull out equity, but realistically, you should be looking at this investment as a long-term vehicle for success, not short-term. How do I see Perth in the next one or two years? I'm very bullish about the Perth market. I think there's a lot of really good things going on there. Um, There's a few things that I want to point to about the Perth market. One, it's kind of counter-cyclical. When the other markets run, Perth tends to lag behind and then it follows soon after. Two, there are about 20, I think the Perth market is gonna be short, about 20,000 homes over the next four years. So there's a supply shortage. This is due to um, build costs getting higher, um, you know, interest rates going up. There's a lot of properties not being built. Um, and they're not meeting the current requirements. So short supply. And three, um, when you look at the migration data in, in, in Australia, Sydney gets the, first, uh, gets the most amount of migrants, Melbourne gets the second most, and then Perth gets the third most. So over the next um, couple of years, we're going to see a huge amount of migrants going in, coming into Australia, about 200,000 migrants coming in, and perth is going to receive the third most amount of migrants so when you've got short supply or low levels of supply under and then a huge amount of people coming into the city and the state i can see some I'm, I'm pretty bullish and i believe that the perth market is going to grow very well um what do i recommend people what do you recommend to people who want to invest although Make use of the homeowners' grants. Um, I think you can be creative. Now, I don't ever believe in breaking any rules, but you can take advantage of first home buyers' grants because they have rules on how to use them and just play by the rules. And what I mean by that is. Let's use Sydney for for instance, because I'm from Sydney and Sydney is the most expensive um, city. A lot of first-home buyers struggle to buy in Sydney because it's just so damn expensive. But if you want, you can look at different regional markets where it may be an hour, one and a half hours, two hours out of the city, Go and buy properties or your first home there. Use the government grants and just sacrifice. You know, if you've got the liberty of working from home, use that liberty of working from home to live in a property that is a couple of hours away or maybe even interstate. Sometimes you, you're going to have to you're going to have to just sacrifice and put in the hard work or um, dig a little deeper in order to get into that first property. I didn't want to live in the but you got to do what you got to do. Um, anyways, I'm going to wrap up this video. If there are uh, any more questions, let me know. Um, otherwise, it's Friday. Um, it's sunny. Get out there, and enjoy the day, have a great weekend, and I uh, will see you all later. Happy investing.